Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns 2023 NFL Draft. I want to talk about the outside linebackers. Now, I'm coming in from the war room right here on the third floor of NFL Films. Uh, I've got everything I need to really study these kids. I've been studying for two months now straight. Plus, some of these guys I've, I've seen from a year ago. You know, they've been on tape. They've been good players. So, anyways, these are my rankings. This isn't what you read in mock drafts necessarily. This is what uh, some of the projections are out there. This is just what I see through my eyes. Um, I've corroborated some of the information with people that I respect in this business about what they're looking at, trying to just like you should do, like just cross-checking yourself just to see what you're seeing um, and what you saw at the combine measures up with what I saw during uh, the season and their game tape. So without further ado, um, let's get this let's get this started because these are some valuable players that are going to go very high at the top of the draft, starting with George's Nolan Smith. Now, he's a little polarized. He's 238 pounds, but he ran a 43940. It's blistering. But you see his you see his suddenness, you see his first step quickness, and that's really what matters most as an outside linebacker. You see just first step quickness. I mean, it could be as simple as um, you know, he's lining up in a seven technique inside eye of the tight end, and he just just takes this like sudden step inside and just beats, you know, the tight end's block, and he just makes him whiff and he's in the backfield. So he uh he was the number one high school recruit in the country. It matters because these guys all get tracked from their you know their high school years all the way into college, and then you know, we 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 see their arc. Did they develop? So number one high school player. He went to IMG Academy in Tampa or Bradenton, Florida. Um, number one player coming out of high school, Nolan Smith, because of these traits, 4-3-9-40, This is what cornerbacks run. He's doing it at 238 pounds. But you say to yourself, self, 238 pounds, where are you playing him? All right, you want to play him as a stand-up pass rusher on pass rushing situations? All right, you get away with that. You know, Hassan Reddick is kind of a little bit like that. Um, Hassan Reddick was the 13th pick in this draft at a Temple, Philadelphia kid, actually South Jersey kid, um, by the Arizona Cardinals. They tried him at, you know, inside linebacker, off the ball inside linebackers. He was an outside pass rusher, went to Carolina, and now he came to Philadelphia and put up 19 sacks this year. Like Nolan Smith kind of reminds you of Hassan Reddick. If you're looking for a comp, I've, he's working with Chuck Smith down in Atlanta working on his pass rush because it's very raw. You don't see a great deal of production. He had three and a half sacks this year and 14 starts. Like, it's nothing to write home about. Georgia's is a little bit different than every other uh, college program out there and how they play their defensive players. You can't argue with success because they've won back-to-back -back national championships, but it's not like he's just lining up, you know, at a wide nine and just screaming off the edge. But he's got a lot to learn. Now, in talking to Chuck Smith, when I asked him about him, he said, look, Baldy, if you if you play him the way the Cowboys use Micah Parsons, maybe you get Micah Parsons. Now, I'm not comparing him to Micah. Micah is different than every other player in this league, the way that he can bend, move, make people miss. Like, he's just a special, special athlete. I don't see that from Nolan Smith, but I recognize the talent. I see why he was, um, you know, just so championed about coming out of the IMG Academy. But I just don't see the production. However, he's not getting out of the first round. I don't know. Could Detroit take him at number six? I, you know, opposite Aiden Hutchinson and James Houston and the guys 
It's possible. Could Seattle, you know, you just go through the list of guys that need pass rushers. Would they, or, you know, pass rushers slash outside linebackers. I mean, he drops it. He drops a little bit in the coverage, but he's basically a pass rusher. So Nolan Smith's the number one guy, not just on my board, but across the board, uh, you know, as an outside linebacker. Uh, there's a lot to like about him. You know, could he keep growing? Could he grow to 250? You know, where he had a little bit more anchor to him. Um, he didn't look quite so small. He could line up on offensive tackles and play with leverage against these guys the way Micah does. Um, that remains to be seen. I want to see it. Uh, I think everybody does. But they recognize first step quickness, ability to make people miss. But he's got to – when we say you got to learn how to rush the passer, he's got to learn how to rush the passer. You know, is it – you know, he's got to got to start building this arsenal. You know, can you spin? Can you ghost? Can you go speed to power? Um, can you dip and rip? Like all these moves that are should be part of a good pass rusher's arsenal – um, you know, he's got to, he's got to, he's got to build this. He's got to build his arsenal. All right. Number two. And I love this kid is Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame. Um, this guy at De La Salle high, De La Salle high school in California is, uh, it's just an NFL, you know, training camp, honestly, the number of players that have come out of that program. Um, it's a phenomenal program, but Isaiah Foskey at Notre Dame has started 25 games in his last 22 starts. He's got 26 tackle for losses. He's got, you know, 22 sacks. He's got seven forced fumbles. I mean, he is productive. And then when you watch him, you go, damn, he plays hard. He's a big body that plays hard. I mean, I'm talking about rushing from one side of the field to the other side of the field and knocking the ball loose. I mean, his effort is supreme. You can't help. He's number nine for Notre Dame. You want to go back and watch him. Like, he shows up. Um, he ran a 4.5840, which is plenty fast enough. A uh, 4.4 short shuttle, which is excellent in his size. He's 6'5, he's 260 plus pounds. He's the son of a military. I think both his parents are military. I know his dad is. His, his dad and mom, I don't want to shortchange his mom. His mom might be military too. But, you know, sometimes that matters like discipline, work ethic, getting up with the son. I'm the son of a, you know, Marine, Naval Academy grad. Like, I get up early. You know, like uh, nobody outworks, you know, like me. I, I feel like Isaiah Foskey is that kind of a guy. Um, he might not be the most talented as far as like how his ankles bend and how he can turn the corner, but he gets there. He gets to the quarterback. I mean, not everybody can be Miles Garrett, you know, or TJ Watt where they could just bend or they got superhuman strength. You know, there's other ways to do it. And so I feel like Isaiah Foskey has got the size. He's got um, experience. He played at a big-time program against major competition every Saturday. It's a good schedule, and he put up numbers. Isaiah Foskey is my number two outside linebacker. Number three, let's just go to Ames, Iowa. Will McDonald the fourth. Now, I happen to know a lot, a lot about uh, Iowa State. I did Big 12 games for a long time. Matt Campbell was there when I was doing games. He came in from Toledo. He brought his staff with him. And they basically, Matt and his staff, basically revolutionized defenses in the Big 12. They didn't have the talent to compete with Oklahoma and Baylor and TCU at the time, so they changed their defense to this 3-3 uh, double cloud defense. And I'm not going to get technical with it, but everybody copied it. And now it's kind of like what a lot of teams in college football do. And so what that does is a guy like Will McDonald, he could be 
standing up as a, as a buzz outside linebacker. He can line up uh, over the offensive tackle or anywhere in between. So he's got versatility and he's got the frame. He's six foot five. He's 240 pounds. He is a freak athlete. He's got super long arms, 35 inch arms. Uh, he ran a four, six, two forty. He started 23 games, you know, for the Cyclones, but he put up major numbers. He had 42 tackle for losses. He had 34 sacks. Um, and he's got this twitchiness about him. Uh, he was there, you know, for Matt Campbell for five years, you know, kind of built his body up, uh, grew into it. And, uh, man, he is a freak athlete. He can bend. He can chase. Uh, he's just this uh, – I'm not going to call him a lump of clay. That's not fair. You know, but what I mean by that is you can mold this kid into what you want. You know, um, I'm not going to compare anybody to DeMarcus Ware, but there's, you know, DeMarcus Ware, when he was coming out of Troy, like you felt like, you know, he could cover right away. He could run, he could chase, like um, he could pass rush. And then he became a Hall of Fame player. But, you know, I'm, I'm not predicting that for Will McDonald. But, you know, I remember when DeMarcus came out of Troy, like nobody thought he was going to be a Hall of Fame player when he first came out, but they recognized his traits, you know, and the work ethic and everything else. And I feel like Will McDonald, you know, he had 36 inch vertical jump. He, he jumped out of the gym on the broad jump at 11 foot, broad, you know, broad jump. He's explosive. Um, it doesn't always transfer. Um, I played with Randy White, first ballot hall of famer. He couldn't jump over a phone book, you know, but, he, but he, but he was, he could rattle your cage six inches away from you. So Will McDonald has a lot to work with. And I think, I think he's a first-round talent. Maybe the bottom of the first round. Um, sometimes those guys, you know, you take them at the top of the second. But you know, I can't see him going past, say, you know, I don't know, like uh, Arizona picking number 34 in the second round. I think that's the third or fourth pick in the second round. Arizona needs a pass rusher bat. All right? Like, could Will McDonald fit in with the Arizona Cardinals? If they just stay there right now, they take their third pick, and then they wait to the second round. They got the 34th pick. Like if Will McDonald is there, that looks like that would make a lot of sense. Uh, and then my fourth guy is from a small school. That, that's going to upset a lot of people. But Appalachian State, Boone, North Carolina, home of the largest windmill in the world. Uh, we all know about Boone up there in the Appalachian Mountains. Um, the Mountaineers are a good program, though. You know, they shocked Texas A&M this year. I think they won 17-14. to 14. We all watched it. It was uh, it was amazing. But in that game, Nick Campton, who's an outside linebacker from Appalachian State, he uh, he he was rushing the quarterback from one side, trailed the play like all good defensive linemen do, and jumped on a loose ball, forced fumble, and recovered it. It was a big play in the game, big turning point in the game. He started thirty games for the Mountaineers. Uh, you know, he's six two and a half. He's two hundred thirty six pounds. You can stand him up. You can put him down. Um, freakish. Uh, tested, right? Four, five, eight, forty, one, six, five. You know, uh, ten-yard split. Um, you know, really good jumps, broad jump, vertical jump. Um, but you know, the guy had forty tackle for losses, twenty-seven sacks, six forced fumbles, jumped on the fumble like I talked about it. You know, Texas A&M, um, really productive. And but you know, the thing is, is these guys off the edge. You know, you got to be able to use your hands. You know, you got to be able to, you know, to play in space. You got to be able to stretch plays out, set edges. You know, you got to be violent, you know, when it time comes time to it. Uh, you got to make plays in space. Like I watched Nick Hampton. I go, okay, 
Like he can do a lot of those things. Looks like a second round pick to me, middle of the second round, something like that. Um, you know, he's not going to get past the second round. I don't believe, I think, you know, Friday night in that second round, uh, Nick Hampton's name is going to get called. And then my last guy isn't on the top of everybody's radar, but I just happen to know him. Uh, I know his brother. This is Nick Herbig from Wisconsin. Now, I don't, I don't need any notes on Nick Herbig. He's 6'2", plus. He's 240 solid pounds. He ran a 4.6540. He ran a blistering 4.2 short shuttle. Like, change of direction is elite. He put up 20 sacks for the Badgers over the last two years. All right? You watch him 2021 against Iowa. He's running twist stunts. You know, like, I, I, I say it all the time, though. You want linebackers, go to Wisconsin. Like, they just – they fly off the shelf. They're on, you know, I mean, obviously you start with TJ Watt, but there's so many, uh, you know, Jack Sanborn started for Chicago Bears this year. Leo Chanel was a draft pick of the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, I just ripped these Wisconsin linebackers off. They, The reason why is they cross-train them. You know, Nick Herbert can play off the ball inside linebacker, I believe. You know, you see him line up there sometimes. He can play right side, left side, outside. He can drop, you know, and cover the flat. Uh, you know, he's got versatility to him. And I think he's got a lot more power than what people think. I watch him go speed to power and, you know, drive offensive tackles back in this league. He went up against both tackles at Ohio State this year, Paris Johnson Jr., Dewan Jones. Like, you know, like he's – there's a lot to like about Nick Herbig. And, you know, I'm just mentioning five. These are my five favorites right now. There's a lot of other guys in this draft right now that fit that bill. Um you know, you can find these players in, in a lot of different rounds, smaller schools. Um, you know, so I'm just giving you five, my top five right now. Nolan Smith can be special if he really develops and he really works at it because he's got the tools like Hassan Reddick to be special. So that's uh, Baldy's breakdowns, the outside linebackers, the way I see it right now. And there's some real – there's some real uh, – you're going to need some draft capital to get a few of these guys. They're not going to last very long in this draft.